Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Well, to say the summer of 2020 has been a little different than most is putting it mildly, but it is coming to an end. And kids across the country getting ready to head back to school in just a couple weeks. Today we're joined by Melissa Beer. She is a child and adolescent therapist at Growing Roots Therapy. She's going to help us navigate this new normal that our children will be experiencing when they return to the classroom. She'll help us as well to deal with the new anxieties that come along with that. That's today on Connections. Melissa Beer is a child and adolescent therapist. She's helping us think about how to get our kids ready to head back to school in the midst of COVID-19 and do it with the least amount of anxiety as possible. We're going through something that's completely unusual. Um, We've already been without school since March, and now we're finding out that in a lot of places, a lot of children are going back to school, and now this is going to come with all kinds of anxiety that's new. A new anxiety mm-hmm. on top of the anxiety that all that everyone is feeling. What are some feelings that our children may be feeling as we prepare for this this new step? Yeah, I think our children are going to be feeling very similar uh, to us. They're going to be all over the place. There's going to be a mix of excitement and nervous and unsure. And some of our children are going to be really fearful. Um, there's been a lot of real fear, and there is a lot of things to be very, very cautious about. Um, and our children are just going to be picking up all the big feels in the world that we're feeling as adults. And I think as adults, there's a lot of things that we're figuring out ourselves, and our school staff are working really, really hard to figure out where we can't really give our kids really clear, clear answers. And normally that helps them feel better. So there's a lot of, a lot of extra fear and unknown uh, to sit with these days. When we first found out that school was going to be happening, my daughter was super excited. Yesterday, as we were driving home from the park, she all of a sudden out of nowhere said, Mommy, I don't want to go back to school. I'm scared I'm going to get the virus. And that was the first time that came out of my child. Yeah, I think that's really normal. And I think starting conversations and just having open dialogue and letting our uh, letting our children know that they can talk to us about it whenever they want. And just as a parent, just really listening because we don't know all the answers and we don't necessarily need to fix it, but we really just need to listen and validate and say things like, yeah, it's really hard to go back after you've been home for all this time. Or there's lots of things that feel unsure. Yeah, I can feel that. I feel that too. And just really listen and validate. It's really helpful for our children. Uh, that was going to be my question is what do we do when they say that? Because me, the way I work, I want to tell them like, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. You're not going to get it right. And kind of deflect and put at ease, but that's probably not the right response, especially if there's a chance it could. And just be gentle with that. That's our normal human response as parents. We want to make it better. We want to assure them. We want to just take care of it. The reality is, is that's really hard for us to sit with as parents as we can. Like there's unknown risks if we are deciding to make that decision to send our children back to school, that we're weighing those risks for our kids. So we can talk to them about how they feel, how it is scary, how all the adults, including the school staff or any media they've seen uh, of the doctors on TV are making the best decisions for all the kids. And all the funny things we need to do, like the funny questions they ask us when we arrive places or how we have to wash our hands or use that stinky sanitizer stuff, (laughs) all of that is a way to help keep everybody safe and that we're all doing our best to stay as safe as we can Um, and just 
talk about it and prepare them. Let them know when your school lets you know what's happening and what the protocols are going to be. Um, let them know what those are ahead of time so that they're prepared for them um, and prepared for any changes that they're walking into. They're not learning about them when they get to school. I don't understand why in 2020 we can't make a hand sanitizer that doesn't smell like garbage. But if that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> What about kids that will remain home with parents that have chosen to maybe homeschool this year? They're going to deal with a different kind of anxiety of not being around their friends. How do we deal with that? For sure. And I think it's we all need to just be gentle on each other, that every family is making the best choice that they can for them and what works for them. Uh, and all families are going to do things differently. And those kids at home are going to um deal with knowing that maybe other kids are at school and theirs uh, haven't gone back. So I think parents get to share some of that, even with young children. This is why we've decided to keep you home, and this is what we're doing as a family, and this is why we're uh, why we're doing it. And that even that other families are going back to school, it doesn't make it right or wrong. And just, again, just openness, conversation. Our little children um, know and feel way more than we often give them credit for. So just real conversations and just open-door policy uh, because this is totally unknown. We can appreciate it as adults how we feel in all these unknowns. Think about how we felt maybe going back into the office if that's happened to us or, you know, going back to um, any of our other kind of social outings. Um, those kids are feeling those things too. So just talk to them about it. What are some, if we are keeping our kids home and homeschooling and stuff, how do we, uh, uh, I don't know, give them a sense of connection still to their peers? Yeah, well, connection is super important. And social connection is like the job of children, like they're learning social skills in context. And so this has been a huge, huge challenge as parents as we, you know, try to go along with public health and what's the best and we weigh the risk. So any chance for connection with family and friends, uh, that is safe. Um, I know there has been remarkable creativity in terms of uh, online things, and our kids are so good at technology, but giving them connection is important and allowing them to remain connected. So using technology, um, using outdoor play uh, is really helpful, and again, teaching our kids what's safe. It's really hard developmentally for kids to really grasp the concept of social distancing, um, but they can learn. Um, we're seeing that they can. So um, just adapting our play and giving them kind of the parameters before they go into it is helpful too. Yeah, if I think of especially young elementary students, I think of little huggy germ bags, mm-hmm. right? Always hugging yeah. each other and touching each other. Teachers are going to have their hands full. <laughs> totally, totally are. Those are some real heroes these days going back into it and, and going to try to enforce all those things where developmentally it's hard on kids. So, um, yeah, smaller groups obviously allow for that to happen if you are arranging play and, again, following all public health orders. But I've seen really creative things like um, noodle tag. So ah. kids, kids playing tag with pool noodles instead of hands. So just get those creative juices flowing. Uh, I know just getting the parameters. My young child has said, like, can I play Lego with so-and-so? What if he, well, you know, what if Johnny touches the Lego and I touch the Lego? So really, like, thinking of those things ahead, if you are going to have a social interaction of how that's going to go. I like that, the, the noodle tag idea. We yeah. should play that in the office. <laughs> <laughs> I've been teaching my son to social distance. He's three years old. So when he's at the park, he's running away from kids saying, I'm trying to social distance. I'm trying to social distance. But now we're putting them back in the classroom and saying, hey, have fun with your friends. Yeah. How do we find that balance? Yeah, I think it's I just honor that it's going to be a rough goal. This has been a really weird time. 
that there's going to be a lot of repair as cities return more to safety for our kids because, yeah, we do want our kids to stay away from people we don't know at the park that we can't screen. Um, those kinds of things. So, uh, again, I think making intentional choices for your family, right, of like where you can socialize and how and, and making it safe um, allows for kids to have that socialization rather than just how we'd organically let it happen, you know, kind of at the park or the splash pad or here or there. Um, we, they need more help with it. As a child therapist, have you seen an increase in people um, wanting to, to use your services to seek yeah. counseling? Yeah, you know, I mean, we don't really have any, you know, hard numbers yet, but this has been a really, really difficult time for anyone that had any stressors before. This has just, you know, exasperated them uh, as well as it has created, um, you know, lots of teaching and anxiety. Like it's it's a breeding ground for anxiety uh, that we're living in right now. So I think we're all trying our best and uh, as parents and to be you know, teach our kids and be well, but we are going to have some repair to do with a lot of our kids um, and ourselves as adults. It's been so stressful. Yeah, my wife's actually a school psychologist. And I'm really interested to see what her caseload is going to be like this coming year and, and how it might change and uh, maybe even more students coming to them. Totally. I think so, right? In terms of, yeah, when we go through hard experiences like this, that kind of shake up our everyday norm. They, they are stressful and we do need to process them. So I think, yeah, schools are going to have some heavy work on the mental health side of things to support um, getting through the year. But they are, they are ready and equipped and uh, I think we have to put some trust in them because they're doing the best that they can too. You mentioned uh, validating your kids' feelings and having open, honest conversation. If, um, if we happen to be as parents really anxious uh, and worried about them going back to school, how honest uh, do we be with them or should we kind of keep that to ourselves? Yeah, I think this is a really the time to really manage your own stuff and use some boundaries to sort out adult stuff. So whether you're sorting that out with, uh, you know, another adult or seeking help yourself. The mm. province has some amazing resources out right now, uh, online therapy for anxiety and helping manage these things. Uh, we don't have to do it alone. And so I think really, yeah, making sure that we're clear uh, about what we think and feel, even if we are anxious, so that we're not just kind of spewing that all into our kids as well. Do you have like a top three list of do's or don'ts uh, for our kids as we're getting ready the final weeks of summer here and and trying to get them back to school in a healthy frame of mind as well as healthy physically? Yeah, so I think some do's. Uh, once you know when you've gotten that school plan, I know summer out and summer coming, review it all, kind of like see how it works for you and your family, and then like have a sit down. Okay, this is how school's going to look. You're going to go on the bus. You're not going to go on the bus. This is what you got to do. You're going every other day or whatever it looks like. So get clear about it yourself and then talk about it and talk about it often and a lot. Uh, start to drive by the school, go have a play on the school play structure, uh. all of those kinds of things. Just kind of kind of acclimatize back to school. You know what? And that makes me think the other day we were taking our kids to the park, which is at a school by our house. And I noticed that outside the school, they already have the markers on the sidewalk for kids lining up. Maybe is that a good idea to take them already and show them where they'll be lining up and keeping distance and stuff like that? Yeah, totally. And make it fun and playful. And, Ah. you know, your family can run around the dots and, you know, see how, you know, see how 
like farther arms are apart and just kind of, again, acclimatized to all this newness. Think of how it felt as adults, you know, going to the grocery store for the first time and there's those lines and you want to do it right as a human, but like you're not quite sure because it's new. That's what our kids are going to be going through um, with all the new things that are there for them. Um, talk, That's a good yeah, idea. Talk about it, get, get to the school. Uh, again, don't do fear factor kind of like, it's going to be, if you touch anyone, <laughs> stay, out, stay out of the fear mongering. We're already fearful enough and there's good reason to be scared. So just stay out of that and just really focus on all that, all of us adults all over the place, all the school staff, all the bus drivers, everyone is doing their best to keep safety in place to keep care of the kids. Um, and I think just, yeah, and just like, again, creating that open dialogue that any feelings are okay. Our church for the first, well, and they've continued doing it, but the first Sunday back with in-person church, uh, they gave all the kids their own force field, which was Ooh. hula hoops spread out on the ground. And kids, you got to stay in your own force field. Can you do it? And made it a game for the kids because we have a church that you, the kids run around and during worship and stuff. But it worked really well, made it fun for the kids and gave them a challenge to do. Totally. And I think when we when we get into those fun, playful ways, and that's where creativity can just be endless, it really uh, takes away the fear. Um, and, and it's hard because there is legitimate fear and legitimate worry, but uh, we don't have to take it all away, just creative teaching and play through it. How do we learn more about yourself and about Growing Roots? Sure. So you can catch us uh, online at www.growingrootstherapy.ca. We will have some tips and some blog about back to school and info like that, uh, as well as you can catch us on Instagram at Growing Roots Play Therapy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks very thanks much. for having me. Don't forget, you can check out the Connections podcast. You can find it at podcastville.ca or on iTunes, Google Play Music, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. It makes it easier for everybody else to find us.